not scrap money, no advance, it's all royalty. You broke, nigga, you can follow me. It's fuck bitches, get money, keep some hollow ass logically. Testing one, two, one, two, one, two. What's going on, people? What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Kim. And it's your girl, Clean. Lovers on a mission, y'all. And a nigga named Nipsey. One of his earliest songs that really put him on the scene. Okay. My ish back in the day. Okay. That's what's up. Rest Glenn in peace. Blasting music to the speakers. This was a banger. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of the Lovers on a Mission podcast. It's episode 10. So we appreciate y'all rocking with us for 10 episodes so far. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for all the love. Thank you for following, subscribing. We reached uh, 100 followers on our Instagram, so that was pretty cool as well Thank yesterday. Um, we apologize for not dropping it yesterday, which was Friday. Had some technical difficulties. But we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Ain't nothing gonna stop us. Oh, okay, okay. Hip, 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 hippity hop. Uh <laughs> But yes, um, in today's episode, we will be talking about... We are going to talk about a layer of Klee and Cam. We are going to be talking about why he's my person and why... She's my person. And we it's going to be like a little fun episode of... Um, yeah, she said getting to know us a little more. Um, we're going to throw some questions to each other and kind of just vibe out, see what the vibe um, so who should throw out the first question? I'll start. Okay, great. What attracted you to me? Um, hmm, that's a very good question. Let's see. <laughs> well, you know, people like to say, you know, they're not attracted to just a physical, they're attracted to what's inside and all of that. But I mean, when you, when you first see some, <laughs> when you first see somebody, I mean, you don't see their insides first. Uh, you pretty much see their outside, their physical first. So I, I'm going to say at first, it was definitely your physical, um, your smile, your eyes, your hair. You know, the way you dressed and presented yourself was definitely a major. And I had really, as we, we always say, we grew up next to each other. So I wasn't looking at her during her little, you know, two puff days and <laughs> Yeah, even if we we're only two years apart, but we were three classes, um, Facts. Uh, separate, separated by three classes. So I was an upperclassman to her freshman. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. But once I did, you know, years later, once I did start checking her out, um, it started from, I think, Instagram. So the year I graduated, right? The year you graduated from college. So that was what? Um, 2014. 14, going into 15. Um, yeah, I, um, I definitely saw her on the gram and, you know, um, <laughs> looking at, you know, I loved the way she took her pictures and every different picture she had on like a different nice little snazzy outfit. And if you know me, I'm, I'm definitely, I love dressing. Um, I love style. So that was definitely a big part of it. And then... Um, yeah, just basically 
knowing and knowing where she came from as well. So that was attractive to me in, in a sense as well, because I know you, your background. And um, yeah, I mean, your walk was definitely... Um, what is it about my... You know, everybody talks about how I walk. How well, I don't care about what everybody talks about. I know. <laughs> I'm, I kidding, know I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Her face was like, oh, but my I'm like, bad. What is it about... A lot of people say I have this commanding way when I walk. I okay. Command, I command attention when I walk. I but can... you command it, but you're not seeking it. I think that's major. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, let's throw that question back to you. Okay. What attracted you to so, me? So, your personality or hands maybe, down. Okay, okay, hands down. Like, hands down. So, I'm ugly with great personality. No, 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 hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ugly with, hey guys, I'm ugly with great personality. No, y'all great. don't listen to him. Great. But your personality. I'm ugly, y'all. No. Okay, I'm kidding. Your personality hands down. Like, yeah. <clears throat> Kem just have this vibe, you know, like, he's a great listener, he's very assertive, very respectful. He's very generous and always ready to help. And no, I'm not a gold digger. And you know, nobody's later, assuming that. You know, later down in our relationship, I tried to, I tried a little gold digger disposition, and you was like, "You suck at this, Cleo. You yeah. really suck at this." Um, he he's extreme. He he's extremely caring, and he's very, very in touch. Outside of you know his stature, y'all know he's tall. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm decent build. Oh, uh, you're decent tall. High. Okay, because uh, I am. Five seven, and you're still taller than me with heels on. Oh, nice. You're pretty tall. Okay. You know, outside of that and his physical attractiveness, that is what really, really caught my attention. You didn't have to just foremost. throw that in at the end, you know. It's okay. You know, no, 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 I'm no. I'm just no. an ugly nigga with a great personality. No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, okay. You wasn't even ugly in high school. I mean, we know how this went. You was a whole basketball star, etc., etc. I don't know what you're talking about, but thank you. Um, <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll throw out the next question. Okay. How early did you know that I was the one you wanted to be with? Seven months later, tops. Okay. Um, but I never really... Women always have... T- one thing, I, I guess I don't... I guess I respect that about women. Y'all always, for the most part, are very chronologically in touch with things. Like, time is a big thing. <laughs> it is. I, I am not. I, I remember moments, but I don't remember... Time frames. Time frames. But go ahead. Um. Yeah. So like seven seven months later, tops like when we between like when we started talking and you know start vibing with each other. I would say seven months later. But I really never pushed the agenda because you know you reciprocated that to me through your actions, your consistency, the way you cared for me. I felt like I was yours even before we were like actually officially together, mm-hmm. and even before we expressed our love for each other. You know, your actions just spoke way louder than what needed to be said. So, yeah, seven months. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty early for me as well. Um, I think once we started speaking every day for lengthy periods of time. Oh, yeah. Um, and then and then graduated to, like, going out, you know, um, going out and hanging out more. I think that was definitely... That was definitely a time when I was starting to figure out, like, okay, nah, she she's not just a pretty face, nah, she's just not a smart girl, whatever. She does definitely have the whole package, um, which I started becoming attracted to. Uh, and then we would do things like just try to, like, you know, even if we didn't have time to spend, we would try, even if, okay, let's say I was, like, playing some basketball or something, you would try and, like, come through even if it was like for 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, sometime, whatever, um, just to like, so we could hang out or whatever, or 
you know, once you would get off of work sometimes, I would try and meet you somewhere, yeah. even if it was like between your house and, you know, work or whatever, just on your on your way home, just to be able to like hang out. And I think, you know, once I recognized that the more I spent time with you, um, the happier I was and that the more I was enjoying getting to know you, I think that definitely um, was a was was a, a turning point and letting me know that, you know, this is somebody I definitely would love to vibe with over a long period of time uh, from here on. So, Aww, yeah. There we go. There we go. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, all of that, like the extra time you consistently made for me every single day amongst the million and one things you had to do. Like, Kem called me every morning, every lunchtime, and every afternoon yeah. after work. And that's why where I said, like, I felt like I was already his, even though we wasn't, like, officially together. And, like, you know, I turned down so many lunches with this guy, y'all. Like, he would call me every single day. Hey, what are you doing for lunch? What time are you taking lunch? And I came up with the most excuses. And he well, just... I think I'm just finding this out for the first time, guys. I told you this. Uh, I don't know. But he stayed <laughs> so consistent, you know. He stayed so... And that was earlier on, like, when we had first started talking. Mm-hmm. But he just stayed so consistent. He still called me every morning, every lunchtime, and every afternoon. All the time. Just to see how I was doing. You know, just... You know, not even on like, oh, let's go hang out. Let me just see how how you doing. And that that really helped with me knowing like, okay, this is the person I want to be with. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, I think it's your turn to ask the next question. So, how did you know you loved me or what contributed to the growing of love for me? Um, let's see here. I mean, really and truly, I guess at that point is a combination of everything. So, um, but especially when I felt that I was finally uh, emotionally available and that I wasn't thinking of getting over the last person I was with, but I was just thinking about like a future with you. So I guess once I, once I, once I had like really had a conversation with myself, I'm making sure, you know, you have to check off the certain boxes, especially when you're just coming out of a relationship, you know, just being, it was, it was like, you know, almost a year but at the time, um, like a little over seven to eight months, as you said earlier. But um, once I knew, yeah, that I wasn't going to be using you as a rebound, because that's just some, you know, that's some real shit, you know, just... Those things do happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of times people... Placeholders. Placeholders, and they just jump into things, and, you know, all in all, they still reeling emotionally from the last thing. And then when they get too deep in it, then they back out and then have the other person feeling crazy. So I wanted to make sure that I wasn't, I wasn't holding you in that standard. I was, you know, being respectful of, of your time, uh, also being respectful of your feelings. And once I knew, once I had checked that box and knew that it wasn't, you weren't trying, you know, I wasn't having you as a placeholder then, um, and that I was, you know, definitely down with having a future with you. Um, also, I think it just. The feeling that just indescribable, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, you know, when people ask, like, how did you know you were in love or whatever, you know, is 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 that is that the combination of you can't stop thinking about a person, the, 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 the peace that you feel when that person calls you or the excitement or the looking forward to hanging out with that person. And, you know, once that person is a top, you know, top, three priority in your life then i would say you have to love that you mm-hmm. know that person um because there's not many things that you're going to have at that top three um 
top three, shoot, top five. Let's be honest, you know what I'm saying? There's, there has to be five things in your life that I believe you love. Um, and you want to make sure that the person you're dating, they're in that top five. If they're not in that top five, I, you know, it's kind of hard to say you love them. So a combination of all those things put together um, and then recognizing that, yes, you were something that I was willing, someone, I'm sorry, that I was willing to put in that top five of things loved. Um, let's throw that question back to you. How did you know um, you loved me and what brought you to that action or feeling? The exact time I like felt in my heart like this is exactly what I've been praying for. Okay. Because, you know, like I came out of a relationship, uh, uh, you know, stressful one. Mm-hmm. And I prayed about that. I, you know, I'm like, God, if I'm supposed to have a partner or whatever, I'm not about to waste my time again. And I listed the, the stuff that I want in a partner and I felt my prayers answered mm. because I started feeling that connection with you. And I was shocked at the same time because I was like, God, you have jokes. Like, you're going to really make me fall in love with my neighbor? <laughs> like, right, right. we're not going to go to, like, England or something? Like, we're not going <laughs> to go to, like, other parts of the world? We're going to yeah. do it, like, right here? So, um, what brought me... I mean, your consistency, your actions, our conversations, the way you empowered me, the way you made me feel as a woman, you always made me feel like top priority. And to this day, that has never changed. I mean... It's really incredible how we have been together for like this long and I still feel like it's so brand new because of how consistent it has been. Like even though we have like, you know, our rough moments, arguments or whatever we may have, yeah. at the end of the day it's just Cleon Kim in their happy place. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, um definitely definitely as I said, it's a combination of things. You know, the way you treated me, the way you listened, you know, and vibed with me. Um yeah, all that kind of stuff. You know, everybody has their own checklist. And really and truly, you just got to make sure that they check off the, the boxes that you are, that you consider things that that classify you to love somebody or to be loved by somebody. Yes. I think I think there are a couple things that do stay, stay the same in everybody's list, but everybody is different at the same time. So one or two things, uh, I would go far, you know, as far as saying one or two things might differ for different people. But for the most part, you know, Everybody wants to feel loved. Everybody wants to feel like they are, um, their attention, they're, you know, they're the center of someone's world. Everybody wants to feel like, you know, that the communication and the effort that they're putting in is being reciprocated. Um, everybody wants to feel respected, you know what I'm saying? So outside of those few things, whatever that one, one or two things that may change, you know, let that be. You know, stand on that. Try not to make sure you don't go below that. Everybody has to set a goal and a standard for what they want in life, even for love. Yeah, and, you know, Kem has always made me feel like I am the center of his world to this day. Like, everything he does or every decision he makes, I just feel like I am so involved because he would, you know, sometimes I don't want to be involved, but he would still involve me. And I really, really, really appreciate that. And when we talk about checklists, you know, there are going to be some physical attributes of a person that you want. Like us ladies, you know, you want a man that have this type of body. You want a man that's this height. You yeah, want a sometimes man... that's ridiculous, but anyway. Sometimes you're, not, you're just not going to get all of that. You yeah. might get some of it, but you're not going to I get mean, all it, of it. I mean, it just depends. I just think, I think like the superficiality of it is just, you know, you don't want to get too superficial. You do have, you do want to want what you want. And you know what I'm saying? 
I'm not here saying like go, you know, don't have a checklist for physical. Please, yeah. I know for men especially we do um, fair or not fair, but women do as well. But right. you just don't want to get too superficial um, because that's when like the cares and stuff about the things that actually matter you will start overlooking because right. you're just paying a, right. paying attention to this superficial thing. Right. So um you know definitely as Kem say have your physical checklist because this is somebody you're gonna be waking up to every morning. <laughs> you know no. like like but you know like certain things are just overboard. Like oh they're not the specific height I want them to be or they don't have this you know they don't have the six pack that I want. Like okay but they look decent. I mean, you know, nothing is wrong with them. But that's that's for that's for everybody else to decide. Everybody is different. Yeah. I am just speaking for for myself. Um, next question. You throwing it out or? Uh, I think it's your time to turn. What it attributes about myself contributed to you being so consistent in your pursuit of me? Hmm. Well, let's see here. Um. And that's the that's directly to you because I didn't really go out there and pursue you. Yeah. No, I mean this is truth. Um, your knowledge for sure, for your age, the way you carry yourself for your age, um, um, those are attributes. Also, you know, the way you motivated me to be better, your listening ear and advice. Um knowing once again your stock, who you come from, you know, knowing your your upbringing. Um, being able to be, being able to touch bases with, being able to make sure, being able to connect our roots. So that still goes back to upbringing, but being able to know that our roots are connected. Certain things I don't have to like explain. Certain things are just understood. Um, culture, you know what I'm saying? Um, being... Yeah, being your tough self, you know, to a certain ex- extent. Cleo can be a little tough when she wants to be um, demanding. Um, and these, these, you know, these kind of words, these kind of words, <laughs> these kind of words sound weird if you don't know the context of who you're talking about. But, like, if you understand what I'm saying is just, like, it's not her being demanding to me. It's not like she's saying, nigga, be here, do this. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. But it's That's like, not going to fly with you, babe. Yeah, I mean, not to a certain <laughs> extent. I mean, I do still... If she asks, tell me to jump, I might say in a couple seconds how high. I might not say how high immediately. But it's still... Her demanding, when I say demanding, if, if Cleo... Cleo used to call me all the time and, like, she would tell me stories about her job, right? And I would be, I would be very confused because... <laughs> At first, I used to think she was lying because it was like, there's no way because at the time she was working for the state of Maryland and she would be like in court and she'd be talking to judges and lawyers. And I mean, she would be sunning these people. And I'm talking about she's like 22, 23, 24, you know what I'm saying? Like 23, like, like, and and I, I, you know, I just didn't understand that she had to be, you know, I knew she was a boss, but I didn't understand like no matter her age or her stature in terms of her, um, her totem pole of work, how high she was on it or how whatever, that she had to be this stern with these people and these people respected the shit out of her. I remember like one time she got pulled over by a cop who used to work in in the one of the courtrooms and like when he saw her, he was he like instantly recognized her and like 
let her off with a warning, you know, for whatever she did or whatever. Because I worked with, like, a lot of, you know, it's a lot of crime. I was, you know, public, def- you working at public defender. Yeah, she was know? working at public defender's office. So it was like. And it's just so much crazy stuff with juvenile stuff. So much crazy stuff. Prisoners. Prisoners, were like, sex were offenders, and or like, rape. And yeah. It was just, you have that to, to be, be stern. Yo, and she would tell me stories, and I'd be like, yo, that's, oh, you are, oh, you the boss, boss. Like. <laughs> You know, the kind of respect these people. When she left that job, like people were like begging her not to leave because they were just like, "Nah, nobody else is gonna get it the this attorney, early at this." The yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that was definitely an attribute that I thought was very, I thought that was very admirable because I was confused how she was <laughs> like talking to these kind of people like that. Um, did I throw you back the question yet? No, that question is only for you, baby. That question is only for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to the next question. Um, is that that's my turn chance to turn to throw that to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what makes you know in this present moment that I am your person? You, my love, just you. Okay, no, let me explain. Oh, but um, you you are just my person. Like it's just such a deep connection that we have. You make me feel like your partner versus just a girl on your arm. Mm-hmm. You're my best friend. You empower me. You affirm me. Even though I am strong in myself, you still reaffirm me every day. You have not changed on me. You get me. You know me. Like, you know me. Know me. Oh, wow. Like, you know me. Oh, okay. I'll tell you. <laughs> Watch you, it now. <laughs> you are just as spiritual as I am. Um, You are just, you're my balance. Mm-hmm. Like, you are that balance. What Travis say? Balance. Find your, Find balance. your balance. Yeah. You are definitely that. We share the same background. Like you said, we have the same roots. Mm-hmm. We, we come from the same neighborhood. Yeah. You know, we came out the belly of the beast. Like we know, you know, I can just go on and on, but I won't hold the people as they say. I mean, yeah. I mean, just know that you are my guy. Just y'all just know that he is my guy. And as a woman, I trust him to be the head of the family whenever that takes place. And he is that energy that Cleo needs in her household. That's, so that's you deep. are my guy, baby. Wow. You are my person. Trying to make me shed a tear. No, 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 no. That whole that for later. It wasn't happening. <laughs> 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 but thank you. That means a lot, though. At the same time, um, for me, I mean, I don't know how much more ways I can say it to combine everything. But once again, it's going to be a combination of things. All the things that I've said, but. Also recognizing that you challenged me to be a better man. So um, that is something as a man that we seek on a daily because we want to be able to we want to be able to evolve and we want to be able to be held to a standard of of of, of evolution to be a better version of ourselves. Um, as men, we need to be challenged, and you challenge me, you. You also allow me to 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 mess up without judging me, but like you also we still are right. We are but at, at the same time, you hold me accountable, so that makes me feel good knowing that I'm always gonna be challenged. I'm always gonna be held to a standard because you see me, you see me who I am, but you also see me who you also see the potential and where it can take me. So, in that being with that being said, that means a lot. Um, being excited in the future, I think that's something, you know, I know I'm getting old at this point. I mean, I'm making 29 this year, so I feel I feel like a fossil almost. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
I'm back and I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, as I get older, I you know being more and more excited to have a future with with you and building something together. Um, that excites me. So whether it's my, me getting old or whether it's just what it is, I appreciate that in you. And the way you love me, I haven't been loved that way before um, because it, oh, you are over here enjoying this. She's over here enjoying this, guys. But I'm not going to ramble. But all I have to say, I've over the course of this podcast, I, I've said the multiple things and different layers of you that helps me love you and love you more than than life itself so i just want to make okay we're gonna wrap this up she's enjoyed it way too much something be a boss date a boss build an empire boom battle or we could just sum it up as lovers on a mission y'all always (laughs) um but yeah man hopefully y'all enjoyed this this episode uh we wanted it to be a little more uh light and we wanted to to get help y'all you know you know get to know us more but also figure out what you want to figure out in your person and you know whatever you can take from this take from it take from it yeah um cleo what can they i mean you've been dropping blogs you've been dropping all types of stuff where <laughs> what, what can, where can they find <laughs> crown with an e underscore royale with an e that's on instagram um i have twitter i don't really tweet as much um, you know, but I guess you could follow me on there. It's the same thing as my Instagram, no underscore. Um, and I just posted a blog. When did I post it? Wednesday. Um, about how loving parts of me helped with my, you know, self-love journey of loving all of me. And today I kind of reblogged um, one of my other blogs about creating space for God and let him prove himself. You know, just some encouragement, you know, people, you know, people are going through a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I try my best to put as much positive as much positivity out there in the air you know this nipsey thing really shake me um but he was such a pillar in the community he's he spread so much love so much care for his people and i mean if we don't lead in if we don't follow by example i mean what are we doing you know right we're just gonna let his legend go in vain so i'm just pouring a whole bunch of positivity out there community building etc mr brown where can they find you at fly young intellectual um on instagram I dropped a podcast earlier this week as well about dope, staying dope, on task. Uh, thank you. Um, about staying on task. We all have things we're trying to figure out and to concentrate on. But in this day and age, it's a lot of things that are distracting us. Um, it was just a few ways that I feel like we can stay on task no matter what we're doing. Uh, on Twitter, you also can follow me at Legend of Chem. That's Legend of Chem. Um, just converse with me. Twitter is where I kind of just... You know, really challenge people and say what I kind of want to say without having to feel, you know, that like the whole world is watching or whatever. But, you know, judge so free zone, judge, free judge free zone. zone. We call Twitter the judge free zone. Mm-hmm. But thank you for tuning in, man. It's two of your faves. Once again, episode 10, Lovers on a Mission. Hey. We out. We out.